0: This episode is brought to you by the Nordstick, the number one way to train your hamstrings anywhere at any time. The number one injury burden in the game of soccer is, you guessed it, hamstring injury. What better way to prevent this than using the Nordstick? From endless Nordic curl variations for your hamstrings, to other lower body exercises, to even upper body and core exercises, you name your goal and the Nordstick can help you get there. Use the link in the description to learn more and get 10% off. Once again, use the link in this episode's description for 10% off. What's up, soccer players? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, while we're main man, Sebastian. Sebastian, what's going on, man? What's up, man? It's
1: chilling. Watching soccer. ready for the end of the Premier League season? Um, Well, not ready for it, but you know what I mean. I'm ready for it. It's over. I mean, it, it, it is very much so just about over.
0: Um,
1: but it's still been a good season. It's been fun. Um Yeah, yeah I'm going to be in London for the last game of the season, so that'll be enjoyable too. Oh, that's right. Isokinetic. It's
0: coming coming very soon. Really Isokinetic. soon. Two weeks? If we got any listeners out there going, let me know. What is it? Two weeks from now? Yeah, two weeks. Wow. That's, cool. that's quick. That's That's going to be a cool experience though. Yeah, man, gonna
1: discover the tube, and just, I don't know what else I'm gonna do while I'm up there. But you, that last day, I'm definitely not gonna be at the conference. I'm gonna be watching Premier League games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but today we got a very interesting episode. We're gonna get straight into it. Um, we're gonna talk about you know uh, player physique, player size, and if it matters in the position that you play. Um, so we're going to start, obviously, with we're going to start from the back and work our way forward up the field. Uh, goalkeepers, I mean, Sebastian, like, obviously, it does matter, correct? Right? Like, what do you yeah, think? I think I think I have like general overall
1: opinions. My, my thoughts on goalkeeper in particular are there are certain advantages that come with being a taller goalkeeper or, like, a lankier KD looking like goalkeeper like the the less you have to like jump up to get a ball the more advantage you have as far as like covering ground um, I think that there's certain disadvantages that come with being a, sh- a shorter goalkeeper um, we hear people talking about Jordan Pick- Pickford all the time because of his arms like that, that's true like I've seen Roman Berkey have a little bit shorter arms than an average goalkeeper and he's allowed a goal because he just like can't reach like he's in the right position but he's just missing like an inch in length um, so I think there's certain but I think goalkeeper allows for some flexibility just because positioning is so important. Um, and I've seen some of those quote-unquote shorter goalkeepers make phenomenal saves because they move a little bit quicker laterally. They're able to get down on the ground faster. Um, or they can move fast enough to the side where they can get into a good position to dive.
0: So I
1: think there's some flexibility. But overall, like yeah you have, a, you definitely have an advantage being called.
0: Yeah, and I, I think there might be a little bit of flexibility uh, depending on the manager's style of play. Like you even look at like a Pep Guardiola and obviously Ederson's a a big fella. um, But you look at some of the keepers he had before that, like Claudio Bravo and even Victor Valdez, they were smaller, but they could fit what he wanted uh, as a player a little bit more. Um, I I do think that at at the professional level, there there pretty much is a minimum of like, I mean, you're not going to be 5'8", 5'9", as a goalkeeper playing in the Prem or, or Bundesliga or La Liga. Um, but I mean, I feel like once you hit like the five ten mark, then it's like, you know, if you have the skill to really back that up and complement the style of play, then then maybe, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely like a,
1: a line there where like, yeah, you're just probably you might you might just not even get a chance because of a certain height. You might be a great goalie, but like uh, a goalkeeper coach manager might look at you and be like, yeah, you're you're just not tall enough. And so there, there's that. It doesn't mean you can't play. It's just like, certain
0: politics within the sport Yeah. Um let's go over to center back. So um I I think this is one that in the center back position historically yes you had to be really big, really tall. Uh but I feel like more modern these days it's a little bit different. Um I feel like as long as you have the athleticism to back up the physique that you have, you're you're okay to be a little bit on the shorter side if you look at someone like Lisandro Martinez, who, you know, he is a little bit shorter, but he has phenomenal skill and vertical leap for him, it's it's not an issue. Um, so when you look at typically what a shorter Santa Back can't do, he has all the physical attributes to make up for it. Yeah,
1: I agree completely. I, I think that again they're you're gonna have some favoritism almost towards the guys that are taller. Like they'll have like a, a starting advantage. They'll get the advantage of just being tall. So like they're gonna get the first look. And so if you're on the shorter end of the stick, like Lisandro Martinez, you're gonna end up getting. You're gonna have to work harder to get to that same position. Um, you're gonna have to rely more on your skill on the ball to show that ability. You're gonna need to rely on your ability to like predict where the ball is going to be more because you. You're lacking a couple of inches so he can't just like um, just be in the way already. It's You're going to have to be more you have to read the game more essentially. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. So I think that it's it's definitely a position that allows for it. And I think it's a position where you might end up in because of your physical attributes. So like if you're someone who's less fit overall, you can't like be running in midfield all game long, you might be delegated into center back because of your fitness. Um, not necessarily because you're like the taller person. If
0: you, you know if you can't keep up but you're a good player, you're good on the ball, go to center back. Oh, that's a good point. And I mean i think style of play matters here too as well right because it's not only you know what the manager is asking for you technically but tactically too right like if you're playing in a back three then yeah you could be short like there's there's room for that because there's two more of you right and maybe it's your job to you know win the ball and maybe carry it forward a little bit and if you're smaller with a little bit more agility um you can you can definitely do that but um Let's, let's go over to fullback, because I think this is a position that's changed a lot in the past few years. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts when it comes to the fullback position? I think, just like everything else, it's going to depend on manager playing style.
1: Um, if you want someone who's more like a winger, you're essentially going to choose someone who's a little bit on the shorter side, who could, can more easily be agile. But um, we look at Dan Byrne, for example. We were talking about him before. Dude, he's six foot six, and he plays left back for for Newcastle. Like, it's a big boy. You can't be a bad player and be playing and start for Newcastle at this stage of the game. He's been solid, bro. He was like, he did well against Arsenal. He's done well against all good teams this year. Um, It's a reason he's held his spot throughout the season. So I think that it comes down to manager decision making on how they want you to play but also like you can be tall and be good on the ball he just he might not have as much of a requirement of like taking people 1v1 um, but i've seen him get down the wing receive a pass one touch and cross it um, so i think that depending on the manager style you have the flexibility for people of different heights body types you just need to be able to get up and down the field like repeatedly so that that probably won't change too much
0: yeah i feel like it's just gonna get worse honestly <laughs> like that demand That's is getting different. higher and higher. Yep. Um, yeah, no, and I, I feel like prior to, let's say, 2020, uh, fullbacks were a little bit smaller because, like you said, they, they needed to be skilled. And then, you know, it, it's big boy season out here right now. You got Aruguo, you got Kunde playing fullback. Um, even Cancelo, he, he's a big guy. You know, he's not tiny. Um, and... I think now we're starting to see a kind of across the board players of different sizes blending and playing different positions uh, and I, I don't think any fullback is a is an exception to that but yeah. um let's take a quick break and we come back we'll hear from our more attacking positions so don't go anywhere this episode is brought to you by team builder if you're a physical therapist fitness coach or personal trainer you need to know that team builder is the number one app for exercise prescription whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one as a side hustle or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say it saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to teambuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. VTrove is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about VTrove today. All right we are back on the soccer fitness experience uh let's talk about center mid so i mean there's defensive there's a true eight there's more of an a 10 attacking midfielder um what do you think what are your thoughts i think flexibility
1: there right
0: the position is inherently
1: flexible so it really just depends on the on the manager it depends on play style but also depends on like your own skill set so um, you could be tall and you could be great on the ball. You could be short and be awful on the ball. We've I think been taught in the last like 15 years like all the short guys have all like the technique and everything, but like not nah, like bigger dudes have techniques. Um, you remember like Yaya Torre, for example? Like dude was a beast at like anything he wanted to do. Um, he could, he could have played he could play that Tiki Taka style Barcelona, and he could also just run all the way from defense up the field one Man City and just drill a shot from 40 yards. So I think that center mid in, in particular allows for the most flexibility as far as like body type, height, fitness doesn't really allow that. You better be able to move up and down the field. Um, but I think that it allows for a lot of flexibility. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I feel like maybe the only position in midfield that requires sometimes a bit of size is just the six and size, yes more more physicality and more willingness to you know put your body on the line and i feel like it's just easier to do when you're bigger um but that's not to say that any other player can't do it either um so i i think the six maybe you need a little bit of size but that also again depends on on manager position if you're playing like a like a single pivot then it's like yeah maybe if your job is to sit in between you have to have a little bit of length but uh everywhere else no nah, I think it's I think it's fair game and if you're big if you're small doesn't matter the the chance is there if you want it yeah, and I think for that six like
1: even the shorter players can have an option if the play style is to like <laughs> that guy to be the main guy that gets the ball and distributes so like if your best player that does that is shorter and your team that dominates possession whatever you might play him at that six yeah yeah for sure um, let's talk about winger what do you think winger i think like biasly maybe like my first thought is like you think of like the anywhere from like five six to maybe six foot tall like type person where they have to be very agile um mm-hmm. typically those are the guys that are taking people 1v1 um but there's also the option of like you can be a little bit taller too and you could just like get the ball sprint straight down the wing and get it cross in um, so i think there's there's flexibility with all of it but I, I think more in like the <laughs> overarching soccer world of what we see now it's more of the quicker agile guys that tend to be maybe up to like six feet tall um just being able to change direction real quickly trying to beat up the senders so I think that that's what we're more likely to see in that position
0: yeah I, I feel like it also depends on what the manager is looking to get out of that position too, right? Like, if your job as a winger is to more create chances, then I feel like, yeah, you will be a little bit smaller. But if you're playing, like, let's say it's um, Madrid's, you know, Real Madrid's four-three-three with Bale, Benzema, and Cristiano, uh, you're talking about goal scorers. And those players in particular, they can all score centrally. Like, they can all drift in and play the nine if they had to. Um, for that, I think it is a little bit better to be a little bit bigger because you can get up in the air and you can really challenge a, a bigger center back. Um, so I, I think it also depends on what the manager wants out of that winger as well. Yeah. Those were the dudes that like they get the ball, they take one touch and
1: they're 10 yards past you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can't push them off the ball either because nope. So yeah, they that's are who been, they are. Definitely room to have them on the field. You just can't really be having
0: slow players out there yes yes that's a hundred percent yeah um think about strikers i feel like for the the striker position you could be both but you just got to be really good uh if you're a big physical player you got to be big strong and physical because those are your strengths and your strengths will help you score goals um if you're a little bit small a little bit more agile maybe you're playing as like a second striker then yeah but again you have to use those traits right you have to be able to maneuver around and and be agile and work through defenders but um yeah i I think there's room for both there's room for both yeah i think that you
1: need to be able to put the ball in the net no matter what that's the main thing put the ball away and then your manager will hopefully find a way to get you into the onto the field if you are on a man city perchance and you're hauler Guy like Erling Holland, you might need to adapt your game a little bit. You might not get as many touches because of your current play style. But then, if you're Julian uh, Alvarez, you might be able to see the field as like the backup, um, or like the two A or one A one B option, and he's the one that can actually get more involved in the field. He can he can get more involved in play. He can drop in a little bit. He can run all different areas. They're different players. I definitely think Erling Holland is the, the more close to finish product, but I think. It depends on what your manager wants to do. If you're, if you're trying to play long ball and you're trying to play crosses into the box and you're five six five eight, like you're being set up for failure. Um, it really just depends on your team's setup and makeup.
0: Yeah, let's let's mention Holland for just a second here. Um, Holland, I used to think that he was too big to improve his technical skill, but I think he's a prime example of. You look at him in the start of this year versus now and. Yes, he's big and he's powerful, but his technique has gotten way better. And oh, much better. To me. that's like, wow, like any player can really improve if he's doing it. I mean, obviously he's talented, but the rate of improvement for him has been magnificent regardless of his size. Yeah, just get Pep to coach me up. Kiss me in the yep. front. <laughs> pep, I'll see you at Hudson Field in Hoboken, New Jersey. And uh hopefully we can make some magic happen because still in the prime. Yes, sir. Um, But no, I... I, I
1: Basically, I think what we learned today is that we can have all different kinds of players and sizes and all different positions. It really, At the end of the day, it comes down to play style, your team's play style, your manager's choices. Um, Your size might dictate the initial opportunities you get, but you can kind of make any position work.
0: Yes, sir. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you all next time and see you later. Peace.